Hi, and welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. I loved last week. Sorry, did you catch me? Say hi. <laughs> so I loved last week how we said hi at the exact same time on the gift guide episode. Did we? It was really fun. Ready? Hi. Oh. <laughs> It's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. Okay. Ready? One more time. See okay. if we can synergize. Close. Close your eyes. Hi. Hi. Oh, not bad. More synergy. I think you said for a little bit before I came. Out. <laughs> she was too excited. You'll have to excuse me. I just got my first hate mail, and so I'm actually less upset than some might think. Um, <laughs> it didn't touch me as much as I thought it would. The worst part was that I found it. We were <laughs> sitting at the dinner table. And because I was just looking, because we've had so many lovely reviews come in this week, so thanks everyone who left us a lovely review. And I was like, oh, I'll just check and see whether we've got any nice new ones again. And then I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> the title of it was even so good because it was like, used to love but can't stand Lisa. So it was like, she got the message pretty quick. Straight I'm like, up, what huh? is it? Tell me, what is it? And she's like, it's about you. <laughs> the worst part was I couldn't communicate it to her because I felt sad that I had to read it out loud to Lisa rather than her just finding it herself. Yeah, it was funny. On, on reflection though, I'm glad I was here to be like, don't worry, it's not true rather than like via text message. Me spiraling. Yeah, and then yeah. being like, oh no, it's true. Yeah, I think maybe if I'd found it alone I would have been different, but it actually was water off a, do- a dog's <laughs> water off a dog's back. Water off a dog's back, a Labrador, one of those water repellent ones. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly coated retriever. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, uh, how's your week? Good. I kind of feel like I just saw you. Don't really remember what happened this week. I just dropped Rufus off on transport to go to a new home. Sad um, days. Sad days. I really hate the transport ones. This was like by road. Airport ones are bad because one, mm. long drive. Two, the people at the airport have no fucking idea that like he's not my dog. Yeah. They don't know what I'm doing. And then the anxiety of them going on a plane and then like you don't get to meet the owners. It's like so many compounding factors and then the drive home I always cry I've never done an airport drop off without crying but I haven't cried about this one so you'll cry tonight I don't know I don't think I will I don't think I will so sad you didn't keep him I think I'm good anyway um we won't go there content that's not about dogs oh have I got any probably not happy engagement to our very dear friend Armadale Liv oh that's what I did as well I was doing Bianca E. Hill at Bianca E. Hill, Bianca's makeup, and I got a FaceTime from Liv, and I'm thinking, oh my god, she's bought a house, because she's been looking for a house. And so I was like, oh, do, 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 and then I missed it, and I didn't think anything of it, and then I just got a text with a photo of her with the ring, and then I screamed, and poor Bianca had no idea who Liv was, I didn't quite understand the context, and then I got so excited that I was shaking like yeah. a leaf, so then I was like, uh, gotta move on to something that's not eyeliner right now. Yeah. But I was the best news. And then meeting Bianca and doing her makeup was so fun. And we hung out three times last week because you can't get enough of each other. Did we? Well, we did two podcast recordings yes. and then we walked the dogs together. Oh my God, we did. I know. Can't get enough of each Lots other. Lots of each other. And then I'm going to see you tomorrow night as well. Yeah. Yeah. Loved this for us. I had a horrible week. Oh, yes. Oh, bless. So sorry. Throw to me being like, I'm getting an iron transfusion and everything's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, actually, you said it was going to be awful and I said it was going to be awesome. So you did know it was coming and I tried to pep you up. Yeah. 
And then I didn't know that it was going to make me as sick as it did, though. I feel like so many people get iron infusions all the time. Are they different? Did no one different talks amount? about it. No, no okay. one talks about it. But when I posted it on my Instagram stories and was like, um, PSA, never get an iron infusion. Don't take my medical advice. Get one if you need one. <laughs> <laughs> as I did. But, yeah, so many people messaged me and was like, you poor thing. They absolutely write you off. And oh I was God. like, I have been written off. Thank you. I vomited, which never. She never vomits. Never happened. She messaged me like, is this what you feel like? <laughs> like I'm a spokesperson for vomiting. Literally, I got a day in the life of Lisa. Yeah, it was bad. I was oh. so sick. I had to take two days off work. So anyway, I did absolutely nothing. I think yeah. I did a total of 600 steps all weekend, and that oh was probably God. just me to the toilet and back. Yeah. And <laughs> um, I'll get off the vomit topic soon because, like, that's gross. But don't you think <laughs> it's weird? Before we leave. Yeah, but before I don't talk about that, don't you think it's so fucked that, like, all mums had this weird cooking bowl that you used to vomit in <laughs> as a child and then, like, also make Mars Bar slicing? <laughs> Why, Mum? Why? We had ice cream containers. Okay, mine was Adrian not goes, disposable. Adrian was like, we need to buy a vomit bowl or a vomit bucket. Yeah, a buller like 8 litre or 12 yeah. litre or whatever they we are. We were using the car. Adrian got a car washing kit like years ago for Christmas. <laughs> had like a sponge and a chamois and like yeah. all of the other things in it. He fully dipped everything out of it and bought the car wash bucket in. This giant black like autobahn bucket for me to vomit in. Anyway, <laughs> it's such a like logistical nightmare being sick, isn't it? Oh, it just throws your whole day out, and and it's weird being an adult and being sick. Yeah, because your mum's not there. Like probably, but I, I made Adrian treat me like he was my mum, so it's fine. Yeah. All um, right. Well, that was a good start to the episode. Yeah, Should we move into beauty news? Let's. Uh, that's the tea on that. What's Sunday Riley? Well, I didn't want to spoil it by yeah. putting it in the notes. Good. It's not that exciting, but Sunday Riley this week has shared the very exciting news, according to their press release, so not me, but maybe for them, that's been two years in the making that they're now a certified B Corp, which is great. It's actually very hard to become a B Corp. I've looked into it. Mm-hmm. There are a lot mm-hmm. of ways Before you... you continue, yeah, I totally know what B Corp is, but if anyone's listening and doesn't... Oh, so a B Corp certification is basically this big process where you your company gets audited for being a responsible, sustainable, environmentally friendly, and it can be in many different ways, but basically it's a company that does good. Okay. So uh, Sunday Riley said that the ways that they are exemplifying what it means to be a B Corp for them is that they're um, reducing their packaging waste. Mm-hmm. So their brand has redesigned their packaging to become more greener be greener, not become more greener. Uh, No foam trays anymore in their packaging. It's going to become pulp board. They're going to use eco-friendly inks, uh, forest stewardship councils. They're planting like 5,000 trees to start with and then they're just going to plant trees like crazy, you know, all the time from now on. Uh, They've purchased carbon credits to offset their freight and e-commerce shipments as well as their manufacturing processes. They've got supplier accountability so all their suppliers and contract manufacturers are evaluated on sustainability and human rights and have to meet a supplier code of conduct. Mm-hmm. They also have social impact initiatives. They've got, uh, and they're cruelty-free, leaping bunny, all that kind of stuff. Should well. I have known what that is? Or is that something that you only know if, if you know those things? B Corp? Yeah. Or is that like a big term that I should know, but I don't know basic information sometimes? Um, I'm not sure whether it's one of those things that everyone knows about. I think a lot of companies strive to become a B Corp, but mm-hmm. there is quite a lot of work that has to go into 
being certified or whatever. Yeah, being yeah. certified. Like you Same have as to, Leaping Bunny. It's yeah. a bloody nightmare. Yeah, and I yeah. think then you get certified for a certain period of time and you have to just, like, you're ongoing get audited to, yeah. to, to maintain a big corp status. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So good for them. David Jones this week also became part of the Beauty Cycle TerraCycle uh, yep. program. God, they must have, the people at TerraCycle must have had a lot of deadlines in the last month. Seriously. <laughs> or been nothing before this month. Or like they didn't do anything for the last 12 months because there was no like physical retail. Uh, and yeah, then they yeah. were like, we've got a lot to do before June 30 when our yes. financials are up for this year. I think that might be what happened. Probably. Mecca's like, we're innovative. This is so good. And I know. Then everyone, and everyone joins else. a week later. Seriously. Yeah. And it was. Not even a week later. It was like in the same week that Gemma Watts was like, I'm off to David Jones to do something exciting. Yeah. Drop her recycling off. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. Uh, also in beauty news this week, I thought that we could talk about an article that came about came out about the highest paid influencers. Oh, yes, please. I froth this stuff. Of 2021. Would you like to guess who is number one? I reckon you could probably guess. I, I've got a list of ten. I reckon that you could easily name five of them. Number one, James Charles. Close. He's number two. Jeffree Star. No. Number five. Zoella. Is she in no, the top ten? she's not in the top oh my ten. God. I that's, know. That's because America takes over everything. Um, so I've said James Charles, Jeffree Star. Do you want me to just tell you? Yes. So first up is Huda. Oh, of course. Esti- I forget she goes on YouTube, though. Same. Estimated earnings per YouTube video, 3800 US dollars. Oh, shit. Estimated Instagram earnings per post, uh-huh. $158,000. Per post. Per post. <laughs> and this is not taking into account her actual brand. God, I just didn't think Huda was that big. Comparatively, James Charles earns $25,000 per YouTube video. Oh, a humble man. So humble. And he releases multiple a week, usually. Does he? Wow. Shit, fuck. Wow. He also earns $89,000 from Instagram. Uh, TikTok, he earns $35,000. Brett Man Rock was the next one. I've never heard of that person yeah, in my life. you have. No, I haven't. You've seen him. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Oh, yeah, sorry, I have. <laughs> Absolutely, I have. But yeah. not much. Not much! I know exactly who he is, but I haven't seen him much. <laughs> I don't know much about him. Can I just say... Yes, you can. No, well, you can go through, but I'm already noticing a trend of the fact that in the beauty community, there is probably 10% men compared to everyone else, and how interesting that, like... They're th- top two. They're well, all top in the three. fucking top, yeah. and I know I'm all for men in makeup, but I just think it's interesting because it's the exact same in, like, business and stuff it's like why do the males get to the bloody top when there's so many women the proportion that they have to beat out it doesn't seem fair but maybe because there's a smaller portion proportion of them it gives them that like niche opportunity to be the top male player like that would be cute but like why doesn't that apply to all other minorities yeah i don't know it's a really good point (laughs) next is mari mara I don't know who that is. Do you? Yes, you do. The- <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't. Think I do. No, I don't. Jeffrey Star, number five, yep. fifteen thousand or sixteen thousand US dollars per YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Instagram, forty-six thousand US dollars per post. Mm-hmm. TikTok, two thousand, a humble two thousand per post. Yeah. Yuya, don't know. What that? Nikki Tutorials. Ah. Oh. Number seven. Yeah. Uh, US five thousand dollars per video. I'm shocked that she earns. Literally a fifth of James Charles per video. And she's been around for significantly mm. longer, mm-hmm. which is interesting. $48,000 per t- uh, per Instagram post and $2,000 per 
TikTok. Wow, they really plateau out at the same rate on TikTok, don't they? If you're not yeah. Charlie D'Amelio, you're nobody. Bethany Motor only earns $136 oh, on TikTok. Throwback. I feel like that's a really old school... She's number eight. Influencer, yes. Bianca nope. Heineke? Nope. D- no, no idea. And Camilla Coelho. Coel- oh. Oh. Coelho? Coelho. You okay? I also know her. That- okay. Oh, how do I say her last name? I don't know who you're talking about, so how would I know? Coelho. Let me have a look. I don't know. Coelho. That's so interesting that I don't know all of those people. We should watch them all and then rate them from 1 to 10 of who we think should earn the most versus the least. I'm just weirdly shocked that Huda is the top. I'm... It's because of how much she earns on Instagram, though, which makes sense because her Instagram following would be astronomically large. Okay. I guess. Yeah, that's And fair. every post she does must be sponsored, whereas I'm sure that because James Charles does more on his YouTube channel, maybe he posts less sponsored content. I actually don't know. Maybe Huda pays herself from her own company to promote her own products. Like, probably. Like, who the frig knows? Also, I guess if you're bigger on Instagram, you're probably going to make more money because you can produce so much more content in such a less amount of time and often you get paid more for a post than you do for a video anyway and it's less amount of effort so it does all make sense i was surprised to see just how little jeffree star earned from just how little like come on he's basically on par with me Sixty-five thousand us dollars per post just how little (gasps) when you think about how much money that is per year it's exorbitant if that's sixty-five thousand dollars per 50 by 52 do i need to use the sound grab Two plus two is four. Minus one, that's three. Quick maths. It's three million three hundred eighty thousand dollars a year if he did one post per week, a year. Yeah. On his content alone. Not including his brand. Not including YouTube. Not including extra no, things. Including YouTube. Not including his brand. Okay. Yeah. Holy moly. Wow. Thought that was a fun bit of beauty news. That's really fun. Thank you. You're welcome. Next up. I don't know any of these things. You wrote all of the news this week. I'm really sorry. Stop talking over me, Lisa. Jaclyn Hill's launches last week. We yes. said she's launching some sort of face product. Mm. Have you seen what it was? Yeah. You've not been on YouTube this week, have you? I've <laughs> been really busy. No, I have. I've seen also, people using things. Who am I to judge? I've been like homesick for five yes, days. Yes, like, of course I've seen everything. everything. Uh, I've my screen time is like 36 hours a day. It's not even possible. <laughs> I wake up in the night just to view things. <laughs> it's an under-eye primer, like a hydrating oh. under-eye primer, which truly shocked me. Wow. And face powders. Yeah, okay. I think I saw mention of the face powders, but... Yeah, because I tagged you so in it. so close together. Like, yes. I feel like she just launched the bronzer blush things. She did, and we commented on the fact that her darkest palette mm. swatched on a rather deep skin tone on Instagram and how it would absolutely not match that person's skin tone if yeah, they yeah. actually wore it on their face. It's yes. very deceptive marketing because some poor person who doesn't actually know what those powders would look like or well, should look like, I guess, yeah, yeah. on that person's skin tone wouldn't know that they would look bad. They would just go, look, that person looks about my skin tone. They've got these colours swatched on their arm, therefore I can wear them. I guess that you can't. If you don't look at the swatches on their own. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, so what, what I have seen from the swatches, which I haven't put two and two together when you said that she launched powders yeah. was that they're like colour corrective mm. powders. Like it's not just like a setting powder, there's like a bunch of colours. Yeah, it's whatnot. like a banana brightening powder. Yeah, like a she's, lilac. Yeah, and, and she's that. also got a baking loose baking powder as well. Yeah. yeah. She like swatched the lilac on like a deep dark skin tone and I was like that's not good. 
Take it away. Yeah. I know it's swatched heavily, perhaps lightly dusted it would do something, but I was just like, ooh, like that is not the right tone. turning that skin tone really ashy. But that kind of goes for any colour correcting palette. You've got to have a lot of skin issues to need every colour in that palette yeah. anyway. Yes. So, you know, hey-ho, I don't know. <laughs> no, you don't. Next up, Bread Beauty launched in Australian Sephora this week. Yeah, that's cool. They are a hair care brand for mm-hmm. women with curly hair. Yeah. Types 3A to 4C. Don't I don't visually know what that looks like because yeah. I'm not a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. But it's meant to give your hair I think shine that's like curly and... to coil. Yes, I think Spoke you're right. You. God, sorry, pink pussy. No, that's not her name. <laughs> that's not her name. What was it? Pink powder? Pink puss. Pink puss. Oh, that's quite close to pink puss. <laughs> <laughs> um, where were we? I forgot. You're right. It is a curl to a coil. Yes. And Bread Beauty, is, it's got an Australian owner, right? I would have thought that it would have launched in Australia significantly earlier if it did. Maverheim, Melbourne, Victoria, Australia, founder of Bread Beauty. Oh, there you go. I feel like she launched everywhere else before she launched in Australia, Sephora. But great news for Sephora Australia. And I'm actually so glad to see them... Bringing on Australian brands. Yeah, yeah, Well, as me too, it must yes. literally be an initiative. Or, Thank um, goodness. They just haven't been able to get stock from overseas and they're like, help. Oh, yeah, that actually both. Yeah, it could be a bit of both. <laughs> and finally, I wanted to talk about, oh, there's two things. Vive Skin Dew is about to launch. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a highlighting product. We don't know anything about it other than it's a highlighting product that she said would be glossy. Surely it's going to be exactly like... The glow, no, glow by Auric. What are you talking about? Oh, she really likes Becca Opal Highlight. Like, it's her one of her all time favorites. Do you think it's gonna be a powder product or a cream? I think it'll have to be a powder because she's done the powder blushes. No, but but she's done cream eyeshadows. Oh, I don't know. She's not got a component for anything cream yet, so I feel like it would be a pretty big move to bring out something that supports a cream. Actually, I think you're right because me putting together the little bits that I've seen in vlogs, etc. She's been like, oh, that's the highlighter I was wearing and, like, I haven't tagged it and whatnot. And yeah. it's either looks like a powder highlighter or I've seen her, like, with a powder brush being like, I'm just going to apply something that I can't apply on. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's yeah. powder. Yep. Well, the Dior highlighters taught me that I don't have to hate all powder highlighters. So maybe we'll buy it. Maybe we'll like it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we won't. Cool. Let's move into a beauty breakdown, shall we? Sure. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What kind of sorcery is this? So, we're talking about slugging. 
slugging. It is like a K-beauty TikTok trend that involves using an occlusive over your face. What's an occlusive? An occlusive is a product that literally like builds a barrier of hydration. So like shea butter is an occlusive and like mineral oil and petroleum jelly and lots of moisturizers will have occlusives in them. Uh, but yeah, an occlusive basically just means that it's literally like forming a barrier. So for acne prone skin, an occlusive is like the worst thing really that you could do. Yeah. It's like very com- comedogenic, yes. I guess. But for dry skin and dehydrated skin and skin that has real issues with transepidermal water loss, like mine, an occlusive helps to literally form a barrier so that it's not just beading out of your face. Do all occlusives feel like thick, sticky? Is that why it's called slugging? They feel like slugs? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, does it make you look like a slug? Does it feel like a slug? I don't know. Pretty much all occlusives will have that thickness, really. Otherwise, they're not really an occlusive. They're more like hydrating like you know hyaluronic acid for example is like hydrating but not an occlusive yeah you know so generally speaking it's done with vaseline but like nice. americans they love like aquaphor i don't we don't really have that but they it's like one of those multi-purpose creams it's like lips and eyes and whatnot Would, like, i think you could do it with like poor pore, but you'd go through it quite so quickly. the idea is to use like a single ingredient occlusive is that what it's called yeah occlusive yeah occlusive, occlusive. yeah so I'm sure it could have multiple ingredients, but... Not like an Embryolease, though. Well, that's not thick enough. No, okay. Yeah. Good to know. I wonder if, like, the Waleda skin food, like, super rich one that would do. so thick. I was saying to Alex that I feel like why I'm talking about this this week and why I was interested was someone actually brought it up to me as a method that I might like because I was talking about how the Josh Rosebrook advanced hydration mask was literally like me putting a cleansing balm on before I went to bed and it was creating a film that meant that I wasn't dehydrating throughout the night. She was like, oh, you'd love slugging. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? But I think I would love slugging and I think I'm already slugging light already. Slugging light. Slug life. Yeah. So yeah, mostly Vaseline. Um, just what you do is though, right? You do like your lightweight hydration routine underneath. Yeah. I kind of like that idea because it's kind of like getting the good bits into your skin and then you layer like a kind of thin, but I feel like I'd put a shit ton on, layer of the occlusive over the top. So would you go serum, moisturizer, oil, occlusive? Yep. Wow. Yep. Would you do it in that order? Is that exactly how you do it? I think so. I mean, you could flip your oil around depending on what you want. So normal skincare routine and then layer that over the top. So it's kind of like you're putting a shit ton of mineral oil on your face. Mineral oil is not the enemy. It's just not something that you want to be paying a lot for in an expensive product when it's a very cheap product. Yes. And definitely not good for acne-prone skins, but it does what it says on the tin, which is just locks in hydration. So people say slugging is great for your lips as well because obviously the skin's very thin, so you notice improvements quickly. I just can't imagine sleeping with it on, but maybe if you were doing absolutely nothing at home on a Sunday Mm. or a Saturday... Slug your life away. Yeah. I also just find overnight, like, when I have the heater on and whatnot, that is just when I just must just evaporate all of the hydration from my skin. So I think it is useful. If you're not used to having oily stuff on your face, you're absolutely going to hate it. But I love the feeling of that Josh Rosebrook. So what do we think, guys? Should I slug hard? Should I go from slug light to slug hard and review? From slug Slug life. life. I love it. Yes, please do. 
I kind of am also keen to try it, but I don't think I've got anything to try it with. Maybe I should... Sl- mm, I don't know if this is wild. Mm. I feel like I should slug my hips before I go in the shower. So oh, that's that they, a like, genius idea. Water yeah, off they them. would. You, you could probably even use your cleansing balm on them, yeah. potentially. Do you reckon I could use pawpaw to slug my face? I reckon oh, you could. It sounds disgusting. Yeah. Get around it, guys. If you suffer from a lot of trans epidermal water loss, maybe you should try slugging. Let's all try it together. Let's slug together. Let's get slugged. <laughs> How many times can we say slug in one segment? Probably not more than that. Shall we talk about our product trial this week? Yeah, let's. I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> This week, Lisa and I tried the Dr. Dennis Gross Alpha Beta Glow Pad Intense Glow Self Tanner for face. <laughs> it's a self-tanning towelet from Dr. Dennis Gross that has AHAs yeah. and BHAs and DHA <laughs> Good one. for tanning. And vitamin D. Yes. There you go. And why is it important that it has vitamin D? Well, I just think it's absolutely genius that this tanning product has done this because obviously if you're avoiding the sun and using a lot of sunscreen, you are not absorbing or getting that much vitamin D. People that, you know, live in like the UK and stuff don't get a lot of vitamin D anyway. And you get vitamin D topically, like through your skin. So why not get brown and get vitamin D exactly what the sun does, but minus the UV? It's just so clever. And I think also with vitamin D, because it's an antioxidant, it also reduces your sensitivity to the sun as well. So you wouldn't use it. It's not an SPF. No, it's just like vitamin C. It's just like going to help with free radical damage. Yes, correct. Which is great. Also, they are, how much are they? $58 for a pack of 20? I don't think that that's that bad. I'm totally fine about it. Should we talk about what we thought? Yeah, let's talk about it. Well... I find mm. that these are one of my favorite face tanners, fake, fake tanners for my face. Mm-hmm. The reason being is that I love to peel pad and I love to fake tan my face <laughs> on separate occasions. So why not have both? So why not have both in one? Mm-hmm. I'm the taco girl. Mm-hmm. Also, I find that when you use an AHA, BHA peel pad after you have fake tanned mm-hmm. your face the day before, you're just removing it. Mm-hmm. So why not do both steps in one? Mm-hmm. It makes perfect sense. Also on, on that note, the fact that it has the AHAs and BHAs in it avoids the things that I hate about face tan, which is that I face tan to be like, oh, I'm going to give myself a nice even glow. And then I get like a white forehead with brown in the middle of my eyebrows and brown on my chin and brown on my nose because it clings to my dry spots. But while that exfoliates the dry bits, it tans very evenly. It tans very evenly. So evenly. The intense glow, I would say, ah, uh, it very much depends on how your skin takes to tan because I find that on my neck, like I will always take it down my neck when I use it. I took it down on my arms. Yeah. I did full arm application. Not well. And chest and face. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't go particularly dark on my chest at all. No, nothing like, does. Nothing does. But my face gives me a pretty decent glow. I would say it gives me quite the one qualm, which is more on me than the product. It's like an inconsistent glow. Mm. Sometimes I find I'm really brown. Other times I find it's quite gentle and you never really know. But I think that's depending on how many oils and whatnot I apply after, because obviously that affects how, like, the DHA works and whatnot. Yeah. I also think if you wait a little bit longer after tanning before applying your skincare, then you're going to get a bit of a deeper glow as well. I agree. And I will say with this that it's probably maybe better to do 
two days before your event, like do it Thursday night for a Saturday because I find you get darker the next day throughout Same. the day. So sometimes your colour, like foundation shade or whatever, will change progressively throughout the day. It actually does. If you put it on at night and then you put foundation on the next morning having not washed your face, your face definitely gets darker throughout the day. Yeah. One other thing that you can do with these that makes them work a little bit better, like waiting to put your products on after you've used this, mm-hmm. use a essence or something that's water-based, but on your skin first to hydrate it fresh out of the shower. So don't just get out of the shower. Use your peel pad on your face because the essence actually helps the DHA absorb deeper into the skin, which makes it work more efficiently. Almost counterintuitive, but also makes sense. Well, I think the water activates the DHA. Like, I think it helps it work better. So that's why that works. That's like the Latan in shower tan. That's the concept Uh behind that as well. Uh Yeah. And also tanning primers. You know how you can get those weird, like, wet water primer sprays? And you're like, what is this? Yeah. That is okay. what it's doing. Wowza. Yeah. Yeah, we give them a... Look, I'm going to give it a 5 out of 5 because there's nothing I don't really like you about it. You can't change the, the voting system. You need That's to an give a- it a... B, C. Yeah. I'm going to give it an... I was going to say a 90%. <laughs> you can't do that. That's an A. I'm... Well, I would give that an A. I'm going to give it an A+, because there's nothing I really don't like about it except for the fact that I sometimes just forget they exist. The only thing They're I would... expensive was... per use, Yeah. Yes. And I would say I don't like that they make your fingers a little bit orange. Yeah, I feel like underside. my hands are orange and I definitely washed quite thoroughly as well. Yeah, so yeah. just like use the very tips of your fingers only to apply it to your face rather than like your whole palm. <laughs> yeah. I did find like they're very orange when they come out of so the seal. And I actually finished with it being white. Like I... Huh. Absorbed I, used, I absorbed all of it because I used it on so much of my body. I was like, oh my God, I've actually physically witnessed all of the DHA be drained from this pad. I it's guess the only thing I don't like about it is like, that's a lot more waste than you'd get in a normal tanning situation, which is like maybe one large bottle that in the case of Isle of Paradise or whatever is recyclable or refillable. Yes. So it's pretty wasteful. And I do have to say like the Isle of Paradise drops you're applying in a serum or a moisturizer anyway, they're going to get on your fingers too. So yeah. it's kind of one of those things that's difficult to avoid unless you're using a spray but even if you're using a mist sometimes the spray like squirts onto your finger and your pumping finger gets real brown pooey yeah no one wants a pooey finger no i don't let's move on anyway i would give them an a i think they're great they're very good dang these products are so good what's the deal what is your beauty fave this week my beauty fave is the paula's choice bha exfoliating treatment oh i need more of this i've run out I really like it. The reason that it's my favourite is uh, Brenton made me wax his back this week. Uh, he has, I'm sorry, he won't want me saying this, but like whatever. He has sparse back hair. So, so does Adrian. He's got like five on one shoulder and like eight down on his yeah. friggin' flank. And Brenton's is like the knobbly top bit of your spine, that region. It's oh. like lower neck, upper back in this sort of weird circle. And they're sort of long and gappy and curly and just a bit... Uh, <laughs> um, sort of like a bush after laser is how I would describe it. <laughs> Anywho. I wouldn't want you saying that about my body hair. <laughs> Anywho. Lucky Brenton. He requested that I waxed it, and I did. But Brenton having a, I don't know, 3C, I'm rubbish with the curl type, hair, mm. uh, means he's very prone to ingrowns because genuinely his whole body hair is quite like the texture of pubes, but finer. So it, like, gets even more stuck. Because it's so curly. Like, can't poke out, but it coils back in on itself. Yeah. Literally, 
the perfect recipe for an ingrown hair. Yeah. So and a shocking one at that. Yeah. <laughs> so the day after we waxed, he's like, oh man. I feel like I'm getting spotty and I just scratched them all and I looked and I'm like <gasps> and every single pore had like a tiny red dot and every second pore had a little like white head and I was like oh dear god I put this over the area the pores choice BHA yep yep an hour later they looked visibly less red the next day so f- so flat needed like one more application of that and they were pretty much healed That's if excellent. I was still waxing my vajuts it would burn <laughs> The life out of your vajuts. Do not use it. I mean, no. They're the regions. No. The pH is not okay. Not on the inside parts, but definitely on the bikini line. Yeah, don't know. That's fair. Thank you. I'm not... I would say, though, it leaves a fair bit of residue. I'd be scared of travelling around the vajuts region. (laughs) Well, I used to peel pad my vajuts, so... um, I don't know. This feels like a more affordable, more strategic choice. It is definitely a more affordable choice than peel padding. <laughs> so, yeah, vulva. No, just the sides, guys. Just the sides. <laughs> Not the vulva. Um, yeah, it's very effective on ingrowns, and I can recommend. And also, if you are buying it specifically for that purpose, it's it's quite affordable, and it's also very masculine. Like, you could totally put that on your partner's shelf if they so happen to wax or shave or whatever if they're an athlete or they just like to do that i wonder forever. if they could also use it on their like a bit of oh yes straight after a beard rash situation i've but... used it on brenton's neck 100 percent. oh great yep. oh, well that's a great recommendation that's a great fave thank you my beauty fave this week is the verso night cream mm. i've never used it before i don't think i'm pretty sure i convinced a lot of people to buy it when we worked <laughs> at mecca had a good wrap mm. I got a sample of it in the Cult Beauty Bag of Beauty Goods. Yes. It was a 15ml sample, and it's a 50ml product at full size, and it's lasted me three, four weeks at least. Mm-hmm. It's lasted me a really long time. Very decent sample size. It is a night cream with retinol in it. Are all Verso products have retinol? Do they? Do I think that's how they started. I'm sure there's some that don't, mm. but they're definitely, like, based on retinol. Mmm. Anyway, it's a night cream that's hydrating but also has retinol in it, but it's a moisturiser, not a retinol serum. Yeah. My skin loves it because Mm. it's in a moisturiser form. Yeah, your skin hates retinol, I forget that. It doesn't love retinol. It really likes the Liberty Bell retinol, Mm -hmm. but I actually prefer using retinol in this format, I think, over the serum because I would always have to layer the retinol serum over a hyaluronic or something to, like, break it up a little bit. Like, retinol straight on my face would just be, like... A recipe for disaster. Mm -hmm. So using it suspended in the night cream is actually really lovely. And it smells like a friggin' beautiful dream. Mm. It smells delightful and I really like it. I think it's a very great product. And it makes your skin super glowy. And it gives you like a... The texture that it leaves on your face is very, very nice. Like a nice, rich night cream that's not too thick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's my beauty favorite. Nice. Really like it. Would recommend to a friend. That's you guys. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hair mat. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's your non-beauty fave? I've got two. Both age me by approximately 30 years. Okay. My first is my Kmart rice cooker. For everyone who listened to the episode where Lisa asked for people with Asian or what what type of backgrounds do you Indian or just anyone. Any culture that likes rice. I also welcomed Persians. You did. I recall. Wanted a rice cooker recommendation. I'm sitting here going, Lisa, you should really just get the Kmart one because it's $15 and it's actually really good. And I've got one and it does the job just fine. And you were like, no, no, you have no authority. Shut up, white girl. (laughs) No authority to tell me to get this. And then 
Who told you to get it? Christy Wu, <laughs> resident Asian. Uh, she told me it was good. Well, actually, I saw that she was using a rice cooker and I was like, that looks nice and small. Where's your rice cooker from? And she said Kmart. And I was like, damn it, go on, damn it. Anyway, I bought it. It's. I almost didn't buy it because it was so cheap that I was like, there's literally no way this can be good. Yeah. I'm going to need to throw this out. I'm going to feel weird and wasteful about it. Like, what a disaster. It's great. It's not too big. It's really easy to clean and it cooks rice, which is just what you need. <laughs> this morning, here's the plus. I love porridge. I'm a porridge gal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I pack too many things into my morning and cooking the porridge can be stressful. And you can't walk Lots away from stirring. the pot. So yeah. much, so much to do. I cooked my porridge in the rice cooker today. Did someone tell you to do that or did you... I just it, did it. You magically... I just did it. I felt like... My brain went, my brain went, no, (laughs) no, my brain went rice, congee, porridge. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That makes sense. So I cooked my porridge in there. I will say it did kind of burn on the bottom. Yeah. But I will say I enjoyed the burnt milk solids vastly. (laughs) I'm seeing myself popping things into the rice cooker, going for a run, popping up to shower, getting ready for the day, coming down, scooping that out real fast and having porridge there pre-cooked for me, warmed. Can I ask? Yeah. Did you do the same quantity of porridge and milk as you would for a regular porridge and milk in your... I did. Mm -hmm. And it also matched the rice cooker requirements. So I did a cup of porridge. Well, actually, I kind of doubled. Like, I'd normally have half a cup. Rice cookers have requirements? Well, like, you know how you fill it up to the line on the side? Do you? Mm. I never fill mine up to a line on the side. What? How, I didn't even know there is the, a line on the side. How do you get the right amount of water? I just double the quantity of water to rice, like you do with every rice. Well, I put Not the rice in, and then I fill the... It says, like, one cup on the side, so I fill the water up to that. Ah. Oh. Anyway, when I did my oats, I did one cup of oats. This is what I would normally do, but I do half a cup. One cup water, one cup milk. Yeah. And then it went to the one cup measurement on the side of the rice cooker anyway. Perfect. Great. And so did you have extra oats then? Because you usually do half a cup. I just ate a shit ton of oats and also lost a large amount due to the baking onto the bottom of the rice cooker. <laughs> Fair cup. enough then. Very wasteful way, but God, it was great. Convenient. And Convenient it smelled like warm milk in the house. And what's your second beauty fave? My new Dyson vacuum. <laughs> Holy shit. So She's been sleeping on it. My old Dyson, mm-hmm. three or four years old, and it... Do you remember which model it was? Oh my God. V8 or something. Okay, yeah. Not that old then. We're only up to 11 or 12, aren't we? Yeah, what did I say mine was? Probably 11, I reckon. Mine's the V11 Outsize Pro, my new one. My old one. Used to love it. It did four minutes and 50 seconds. That was its battery life. Oh, that's the worst. I have a four-bedroom, two-lounge-room, double-story house carpeted stairs. <laughs> I could do half of my stairs in one full charge of the vacuum. Oh, that's infuriating. So infuriating. So you I used can't to even to, use it to clean the car. Like, I used to have to clean the house in three sections, like as in a tiny quick clean daily in three sections. So like morning, do it, let it charge fully, <laughs> come back, do the rest of the stairs, let it charge fully, and then be like, quick zoom around the high hair areas. <laughs> A fucking nightmare. Anyway. Oh, also, the suction wasn't working, so it didn't actually pick up dog hair. Yeah. So it was more like uh, an experience of vacuuming rather than actually <laughs> cleaning. This one, the heads are so wide. I was laughing. I said to Bridget, I feel like I'm using a mower. They're so <laughs> wide. The suction is so strong. I can't express to you. You put it on a dog bed, and my old vacuum would just suction up the material of the dog bed. Yeah. But it somehow doesn't suction the material of the dog bed, but just takes all of the hair off it. Oh, my God. The 
the dog bed cleaning. I cannot express. <sighs> cleaning carpets. They're so clean. They look new. She there's so many attachments. They're so good. And there's also this screw coil thing so that you can pick up hair. Anyway, mm. it's the best. The, the, the battery life can do like 40 to 50 minutes. Yeah. I have never had so much fun vacuuming in my entire life. Adrian also loves vacuuming with our Dyson because he just gets so much satisfaction out of how powerful it is. Yes. They are great. Did you trade in your old one? Tell me you did. No. You get like $150 back for every Dyson that you trade in. So it's definitely worth... You can even buy broken ones off Marketplace. (laughs) Trade it in. And trade it in and get more money off your new vacuum. Just a fun fact. That's really clever. The bin on this one is also way bigger, like the thing. And I filled it twice. Yeah. Yeah. But I filled one whole thing just doing my stairs. Yeah. Nice. Incredible. You do have roofers and lots and... So much dog care. So much dog care. Nice. Very happy for you. Thank you. I have a TV recommendation for my non-beauty fave. Yes. I've been watching season two of The Circle. Oh, yeah. Have you seen The Circle before? No. It's a show. It's an uh, American show, and you are in a hotel. Yes. And you... I've, yes, I've started watching it, but I didn't get past the first episode. Yeah, so you're in a hotel, and there's, like, eight people, and Do you... Do they date? No, they don't date. That's a different... Social media. That's Dating Blind, or oh, yeah, whatever yeah, it's yeah. called. Yeah, Dating... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dating the Dark. Yeah. I, Anyway, they yeah, they're on messaging apps and mm-hmm. they become influencers and basically some of them are pretending to be different people and some of them are their real authentic selves and they every week vote on two influencers and the two influencers get to vote someone out and then new people come in to replace them mm-hmm. and it's all a big lie because no one knows who's real and no one knows who's fake but they can like DM each other privately, they can have they have to have like circle group chats, do games like truth or dare and things like that. Do they get to pick who's real and who's fake and how many do are real and fake or do those people just decide They just decide they when they go in. Being... Yeah, they decide when they go in whether well, I thought it was like the mole. And are people trying to detect who's fake and who's real? No, because it's just about creating connections and working out like who you think is the most influential player and who deserves to win. Is basically how the game works because it's like whoever's the most authentic version of themselves and it's like never the people who are actually authentic no who are the ones that are doing who do the who ones do well, who are fakers do better. do better because and everyone it's so funny watching them being like i just don't you know that it's just such an authentic person you know how could anyone ever say anything like that and not be real and you're like that's a man pretending to be a 16-year-old girl. Like, oh, my fucking God. Okay, wow. Okay. It's the best. It's wow. absolute trash. But if you want to watch trash, great show. Why would they think it's a 16-year-old girl? Surely they're not actually allow 16. that. I mean, okay. like, yeah. Young girl. Young sorority girl, you know. Wow. University. Anyway, great fun. You should watch it. That's so cool. Just took it to my veins. And your snack? I can't find it. I can see it. Lobster rolls. Oh, thank you. Yes. We did a little bit of a champagne tasting to see, like, what we wanted as, like, our bulk champagne for the wedding um, this weekend. And we made lobster rolls, but with crab in a bag, of course. For those that don't know what I mean when I say crab in a bag, it's spanner crab. In a bag. comes frozen. I accidentally bought the uncooked version this time. Normally I buy it cooked. Oh, that's why I was confused when I was looking at it in the bag. And, and I was like, do you just... Over it? Yeah, oh. and do you just put this in the... With mayo or whatever, yeah. and you were like, yeah, just like it this. It normally looks exactly the same as that. Oh. Literally, exactly the same, same brand, everything. One says raw, one says cooked on it. Oh. Yeah. So I panicked. Cook it. I drained it and was like, what is going on? Why does it feel so swooshy? It's and then I realized wobbly. it was raw. But it was kind of delicious because I just cooked it in butter 
Yum. So it was good. And then I had another sachet that was cooked and I blended them together. Mayonnaise, a little bit of cream cheese. So you blend it in it like a food processor? No, like fork. Yeah. Just smush it up. Like guac. Yeah. Uh, mayonnaise, cream cheese, chives, lemon, a little bit of Worcestershire sauce, salt and pepper. Shoved that in the Toscano's brand brioche hot dog rolls that were buttered. Yum. It was so fucking good. So good. Yum. So, so good. Oh, and crispy lettuce. Yum. Yum. So, my mouth watering. So, I so eat yum. One so badly. I'll make you some. My snack this week is when we recorded the Mother's Day episode, I was like, I'm really craving a cream cheese bagel. Oh, yes. So, I couldn't find one. Yeah. But what I did instead was I went to the supermarket and I bought the GF Precinct burger buns or, like, rolls, I think they are. Yep. They're quite thin. Honestly, if I had a little circle cutter, I really could have just cut a little circle out of the middle of it and been, like, bagel, gluten-free bagel, because it kind of is the same thing. Yeah. Cream cheese, Philadelphia, with lemon, with – what else did I put in it? Did you put any dill? I didn't have dill. There was no dill at the supermarket. Disaster. A little bit of uh, onion-flavoured oil, some – Chives? No, what are they called? Chives. Spring onions. Spring onions, yeah. Yep. And did you have capers? Didn't have capers, but I put zucchini pickles. Yum. Yum. And smoked salmon. And it was delicious and I had two rolls. And this was the day before I started to feel deathly ill. So it was oh, it was You went out on a high. I went out on such a high. Yeah. Thankfully I didn't Oh, I also had another favourite snack this week, which was the friggin' apple pie from Woolworths. Oh. Gluten free apple pie. Nineteen ninety five for a family size gluten free apple pie at Woolworths. Absolutely delicious. Frozen section? No, fresh oh. section. Oh. oh, compliments to not Brenton, but whoever made the flavors for it. Yeah, was very yummy. Unfortunately, not yummy the next day when it came back up. So I'm t- I had to make Adrian throw it out. You couldn't look at it. I couldn't look at it. So oh. we wasted. I'm so sorry to all of the people that would have liked to have eaten that pie because I wasted a lot of food. But honestly, I wanted to vomit looking at it. Yeah. That's okay. Two snacks. Two meals. You're not me. three meals. You're me. Between us. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. Um, if you would like to supplement the one star hate comment that we got this week on our reviews, it would be absolutely great if you could give us a five star review. We will we'll see you soon. <laughs> and we, you, we're going to test out our new structure quite soon, right? Yeah, maybe next week. Maybe next week. Let's give it a try. So next week you'll get... Two episodes, one on Monday and one on Wednesday or Thursday. Yep. Doesn't really matter which day because you guys gave us a 50-50 result in the poll. Thanks so much. So So helpful. (laughs) But I figure anyone who wants to listen to it on the Thursday anyway still can because they got it on Wednesday. So Uh, Wednesday Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, okay, so let's stay steady. It's fine. It's fine. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. 
Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.